Fighting soldiers from the sky Fearless men who jump and die Men who mean just what they say The brave men of the Green Beret Silver wings upon their chest These are men America's best One hundred men Will test today But only three Win the Green Beret Trained to live Off nature's land Trained in combat Hand to hand Men who fight By night and day From the Green Beret Silver wings upon their chest These are men, America's best One hundred men will test today But only three win the Green Beret Back at home, a young wife waits Her green beret has met his fate He has died for those oppressed Leaving her this last request Put silver wings on my son's chest Make him one America's best He'll be a man They'll test one day Have him win The Green Beret All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Moore here on Wednesday, the 10th day of May. The uh, perfect tip of the day is to pre- prepare yourself mentally and emotionally to have Everyone you know that's taken the clot shot to be dead or disabled or seriously injured. Uh, that's my reality, and uh, I encourage you to uh, prepare yourself for these eventualities yourself. We have patient waiting in the green room, my friend Jeff Nyquist. Jeff began a quest about 37 years ago to understand, comprehend, eventually become quite expert in anything and everything to do with the uh, international commerce conspiracy. His website is jrnyquist.blog. I say again, jrnyquist.blog. His books for sale at amazon.com. He writes one or two excellent articles a week published at jrnyquist.blog. Good morning, Jeff. Are you still on mute? Good morning, Jeff. Thank you. Good to have you with us. Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, the last hour, but Professor McKinney was advocating that all third graders read the Communist Manifesto as a way to educate themselves about the international communist conspiracy. I look at that as a good thing, don't you, sir? Yeah, I don't know if it's... Uh, it might be a little bit uh, difficult for third graders to read it. Um, I'd, I'd be interested to know what, at their reading level, how much of it they can read and 
what their responses are. Did he say anything? Have you ever well, we tried talked, to get a third grader to read it? Well, we didn't get into that so much, but uh, I understand American newspapers are written at the third grade level and have been for decades. We didn't really get into those nuances. We got more into why so, this should be done and, and yeah. the, the importance of it, and not, not so much uh, the ability of a third grader. Um, but uh, that search, uh, his advocation certainly fits hand in glove with what you advocate as well, also that people need to be aware of the contents of the Communist Manifesto, regardless of their their uh, grade level. Hmm. Well, yeah, I don't, um, you know, it's given what the, you know, my grandmother had a sixth grade education, and she uh, she was more, she had better command of English than most of my college students when I taught college. So um, I don't know what these levels mean, but uh, the Communist Manifesto is, is maybe a little bit over the heads of third graders because you would you would really have to explain to them what words like proletariat mean and and uh, you know some of these other concepts. Marx Marxism is um, is is difficult for um, people with PhDs to understand. Roger that. Yeah. Uh, another good starting point might be the. Uh, goals of the Communist Party, which were read into the congressional record back in the early 1960s, wasn't it? Yeah, of course, that was um, Skousen, who I think published that. I don't know where he got those goals from. That would be an interesting subject in itself. Um, when you read communist literature or um, communist publications, um, they they use a different way of talking about those things. But anything to break down uh, capitalists, capitalism, so to speak, anything that it brings the revolution forward um, is is good. So um, anything that re wreaks havoc on our society is good, isn't it? Uh, just about. It, it seems they have specific they have this uh, statement it's called the negation of the negation so they they believe in you know they kind of characterize our present system as a negation and they're just negating it it's it's kind of strange but it's they've got all these dialectical and and other uh, formulations which which amount to strategic um, or tactical uh, understandings of what needs to be done, and they're active in just about every area. You know, they right. turn they turn every subject matter into theirs. So if they go into health, they turn it into something that they can use. If they if they go into the environmentalism, it, they appropriate it for themselves. Right, right, and uh, they they support and fund and advocate these bizarre things, such as uh, having. Uh, sexually mutilating little boys and little girls to to uh, become the opposite sex, which of course they can't become the opposite sex. They advocate these things while they're attempting to destroy a country, but once they're successful and take over, they uh, abolish all those bizarre things, don't they? Well, one of the things they they believe is that there is no human nature. I mean, there is no instinct, right? And so there's no real human nature. And that it, it, these are all social constructions. And, and that man is oppressed by social constructions that ultimately are, are owed to the existence of property. 
private property. The private property is, is so structured, our mentality and our, our world, that it creates oppression. And it creates racism, and it creates sexism, and it creates blah, blah, blah. So, so therefore, you know, the revolution is to get rid of private property, you know, in, uh, in terms of uh, productive, um, uh, you know, manufacturing, in terms of uh, production. Right. Means of production have to be socialized, quote unquote, um, because and that that will restructure mankind. So what you get when you get into what um, Willie Munzenberg and then more famously Gramsci, where the idea was, well, it's very difficult because of religion, because religion is is so strong with people. You you to to make this transition, it becomes very bloody. You end up having to murder a lot of people. So in order to make it less violent, the revolution less violent, you need to take over the schools and, and sort of get rid of religion and some of these other things in advance. You need to sort of tenderize the steak before you eat it. Um, and, and that way you, you can actually, and this is a modification of Marx, you can actually sort of change elements in the, uh, the, the structure of, of human beings to... Um, like a midwife wife helping to give birth to a baby can you're helping the revolution on by by sort of um changing human nature in advance to accept the revolution absolutely we got a call and hold here already uh jeff we got kyle montana good morning kyle good morning gentlemen uh jeff i got a i was thinking the other day and i was i gotta pose a scenario for you and i'd like to get you your your feedback on what you think is a potential here as well, or if you think it is. Um, these uh, Title 42, when that expires and we get this flood of migrants um, in, and if they do commandeer like aircraft, you know, aircraft, uh, commercial aircraft to fly them all over the country, um, I was curious, I mean, if we end up with another couple of million of them and they end up in here, right now our federal government is paying those people free medical, all kinds of things that they're giving them when they just arrive. And I'm curious, once they get them embedded all over the country, what would happen if the if there was a financial crisis and there wasn't any money flowing, and all of these people who have been, you know, living by hook or by crook uh, don't have any money left anymore, all of a sudden that creates pandemonium and chaos because even the people down in Texas are saying everything that ain't nailed down, they're stealing. And I'm curious as to if you had that kind of uh, scenario People eventually are get are going to get fed up with it, and they're going to get to the point to where they uh, start shooting them. In my opinion, um, and if that happens, I could see the potential of a federal uh, martial law scenario where they see where they could actually impose a martial law to gain quote unquote control out of this chaos and implement a police state uh, by their own uh, actions of, of uh, what they created. 
And I'm curious as to what you think is, if you think that's a possibility or uh, just it, just a thought passing going through my head. Just curious what you thought. Well, the, the, the main problem the communists will tell, will tell you is, is property rights. So all these small businesses need to go under. And if these people steal from these businesses and they go under, the better. Because they're not going to steal from major corporations. Well, they might. The corporations can take it. The small businesses will just go under. And if people try to defend their property rights, well, it's not right to shoot somebody for shoplifting. So uh, in California, you know, petty theft has become, in many counties, it's not a prosecutable crime. And, and from my old town in Eureka, California, this is a police officer's story. She arrests a guy breaking into a house in the late morning. She takes him in, books him. They let him go. She gets a call again, same guy breaking into the same house, arrest him, take him in, they book him, they let him go. Comes back to the house again. She arrested him three times breaking into the same house until they finally would keep him. So this gives you an mm. idea. Of, and that was years ago. Goodness knows what it's like now. You know, there's the, the number of homeless people and, and crimes going on is so much greater than the number of police. And, and, of course, uh, good luck on enforcing martial law. Look, remember the riots in this country in the summer of 2020. Those were communist-directed riots, and they used the occasion of, of the tragic death of a, of a, uh, uh, of a career criminal uh, at the hands of the police because of his skin color. They used that to arouse people's uh, ire. They will claim, because they want to let as many people who aren't white across the border, they want to claim that we're... Um, racist if we want to have a border. That's what they want to do, and they want to bring in as many indigent people and as many criminals, and of course, there's fifth columnists from China coming in. And and how many of them are trained to start riots? How many of them are trained at sabotage, at derailing trains, for example, or, or are trained at, at uh, sacking supermarkets? So, you know, it's part of the military plan that the Russians had, and I'm sure the Chinese are playing out of the same playbook because they're aligned and the Chinese were trained by the Russians back in the 1950s and in, in all these strategies. You, you cause mayhem in the enemy country in advance. It's called the overture. Viktor Suvorov wrote a book about it. It was a chapter in his book called Spetsnaz. For example, you, you release all the information on all the people who've been helping you that are in high places. So like, let's say Joe Biden has been working for, you know, working with communist fronts and got into the U.S. Senate by arm and hammer. They would take that and even more things and they would suddenly be able to put it in the press. They would show all the people who are traitors. They'd even make up stuff on people who are innocent, claiming that they were their agents. Just be now that's when you know they're going to attack. That's when you know you're on mm -hmm. the eve of war because they but would betray agents otherwise, but they would betray their agents. On the, at the, on the eve of war to create complete, to cause complete breakdown. And there would be, they try to cause writing, they try to cause civil war, they try to, there would be lots of sabotage, the sabotage would accelerate, and there would be actual biological and chemical attacks in advance of World War III. Well, we've seen a lot of these things already, I think. I think we're in the overture. It's just that they're having trouble getting their, their war machine to actually work. But that's what yeah. the the yeah. were in, I think. I I think the uh, as far as when, if you were to have more and more and more of that, 
and where it could, you know, actually be pegged to uh, someone doing sabotage as a uh, as a military force or as a as even a militant force. I think that the federal government would be required. The people would be crying out for some kind of uh, law and order, which would end up becoming UN peacekeepers or United States military patrolling the streets. Uh, I there, think that be would a military give them two in the country before they'd be calling in UN peacekeepers here. Yes, well, I think there's that's no way the U.S. True. military would tolerate that. The best military yeah. in the world is going to ask for you. It's it's some helpless country that's without order and doesn't have a military adequate enough to police its own streets. No, no, that's not what they would do. And as far as, you know, you have to have a breakdown of the... In order for it to progress to that level, you have to have a breakdown in the federal government without a military takeover. You would, you would have okay. to do that. Um, and, I, and I don't know. You know, the leaders are so horrible that we have now. And the federal government is so full of people who don't know what they're doing. Um, it's hard to say. We've got competent people, too, in places. Sometimes just the competent people sort of elbow the others aside and people are too scared. When people get scared, maybe things start to work better. I don't know. You know, nobody's ever been here. This is unknown territory. The Russians right. had all these strategies. The communists have all these tricks. Um, nobody knows if they take it beyond a certain point how people really will react. That's the big question mark. You know, this, these are, you could call them social experiments. We know what happened in 2020, but we know they couldn't, you know, if they could maintain a continuous riot in this country, they would. But it's not that easy to get people out in the street. You can, they eventually go back to what they were doing before. So, yeah, it's interesting, you know, how many people, uh, I watched uh, around here, people wearing masks and stuff, and I wouldn't wear one, and I stood out like a sore thumb. It was so funny to me to watch their reactions of horror, you know, just because you weren't wearing a mask, you know. Uh, it was funny to me because I, I am not intimidated by anybody. And I think that the American people, though, uh, my dad was a Marine Corps sniper in in Korea and he had he saw a lot of really rough tough bad stuff and anyway he had a couple of sayings he said Americans usually wake up when their guts are out and then they go from zero to fury and I'm afraid that that is probably what's going to happen there's going to be enough of these migrants creating enough trouble that American people are going to take matters into their own hands and there's you know I don't know how many probably 100 million uh, weapons in this country or more, uh, probably more. So anyway, I think that's probably what would end up as a potential. I see that as a potential anyway. But we'll see, I guess. I, like I said, I, it's just me thinking about it and wondering, you know, kind of what would happen, what you thought would happen with all of this. Well, they would have, they have, to close, they have to close the border. And then they have to try to deal with the people that Hold are... Hold on, gentlemen. There. Hold on. We'll continue after the break. We'll be right back.
Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Cleaner. The Mother's Day sale is in effect right now until midnight the 14th. $25 off energy cleaners, 25% off the mattress pads. Visiting with 
Jeff Nyquist, his website's jrnyquist.blog. Uh, before we get back to our uh, discussion here, Jeff, how can people subscribe to your website? Uh, there's a PayPal button below every uh, video or article that they can contribute to help this site keep going. Fantastic. Uh, let's get back to our uh, comments with Kyle here. So, John, I've got a, I've got one other thing that's completely not related uh, to this particular topic. But uh, have you heard of the singer on YouTube uh, called Buddy Brown? No, no, I have not. Okay. Well, he has some. He has a. He's a very red-blooded American, uh, you know, type guy, and really sharp, uh, very intelligent guy, and has some really funny music. Uh, so it, okay. it'll something that'll lighten up your day. The other thing, but sometimes he brings up topics. So one of the things he just brought up recently was this guy, and I missed his name. I'm going to go back and re-listen to it who predicted like 20 years ago that there would be a outbreak and he's ex CIA. This guy is said all this stuff is planned in advance. And he said there would be an outbreak of this, uh, disease that they would call, uh, COVID and, or call some kind of a flu and call it some name and get everybody to run this big social experiment but one of the other predictions that he said was that in 2024, there would be a quote-unquote alien invasion, that it would be United States or, or military actual uh, craft that would look like alien craft that would actually uh, do something to cohese the world under some kind of a... Uh, unified government uh, right. it's interesting i'm just throwing that out there to be on the radar for people to be thinking about but he said it's not actually going to be a alien i didn't know if you knew anything about this or or no, not i've heard but, these rumors before it's not news i've heard these before okay, okay. kyle well sure thanks john thanks for call you have any follow-up jeff before we go to our next caller i wrote two articles recently about the this whole subject of the use of extraterrestrial um, extraterrestrials as a political weapon, and uh, it's a, it is a very complicated subject, and it uh, it it goes to psychological warfare. There's uh, there's there's people are toying with this subject, right? And uh, there's been there's been a lot of deceptions already perpetrated, I think, by right. by not just the U.S. government, but by other governments as well. Okay, let's go to our next caller, John in California. Good morning, John. Good morning, John. Good morning, John Moore, and uh, good morning to you, Jeff. Uh, say, Jeff, uh, I think it was uh, last Wednesday on, on John's show, uh, you mentioned uh, you were talking about the events of September 11th of 2001, uh, very briefly, and you said you had come across, I believe, uh, a college uh, professor, um, and he had, uh, he had, in your opinion, he had thoroughly debunked uh, all the conspiracy, conspiracy theories concerning 9-11. I'm just wondering, uh, um, do you have the name of that guy? I don't remember you mentioning the guy's name or his website or uh, if he's got books yeah, written. He did a lecture that was, I think, about three hours, um, but I'm not remembering his name off the top of my head, but it was really excellent. He had a lot of documentation. He went through everything very carefully, and he... He would say when he said there were things that he couldn't prove or disprove, he would say that too. 
Um, and I think there was just one thing that, that he couldn't debunk um, or prove or disprove. And, and he, he became uh, fascinated with the subject and wanted to know the truth because he found himself believing these, these stories and he, he wondered what, you know, how you could verify it. So he turned it into a specialty um, of his own. And there's other people that have done this too. Yeah. Jeff, do you know, do you know how I could find this, sir? Uh, if you do a Google search, um, uh, you, his lectures are on YouTube, and I forget what university he was from, but, but I was very impressed. I, you know, I'm constantly getting challenged by people who believe some of the 9-11 stuff, and so I, I did a lot of digging, and of course, I don't have time to go from scratch and find everything, but this guy actually found everything, and he's got um, a lot of materials uh, that you can check out. That you can you can see that he's not just he's not just winging it, you know he's a very serious person. So, so if I got onto you, if I got onto YouTube and uh, did some kind of a search on nine eleven, I'd, I'd probably find it. Is that nine nine eleven conspiracy? You know something like that. You would you would run across it. It it it's there. There's some other people that do it similarly, but not as well as he does. That's sort of We have a bomb hour okay. break. John, thank, thank you very much. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. John Moore's private consultations are the most comprehensive services available any place, anywhere in the world. They're available now and provide valuable knowledge and information that protects an individual, family, or group. We provide clarity, focus, and information for you and your associates for any situation. We have just the right knowledge, just the right information from just the right professionals. Schedule your consultation for your family or group now. Contact us at thelibertyman.com. That's thelibertyman.com. Once again, thelibertyman.com. As I said to those who joined the government, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. My website is thelibertyman.com. I talk a lot about the COVID panel because, well, it's so important, these crimes being committed against humanity. The documentation is there. Articles and videos by world-class scientists and doctors like Dr. Michael Yaden, former vice president at Pfizer, former director of medical research at Pfizer, telling us in no uncertain terms, don't get the COVID vaccination, don't get the boosters. They will hurt and kill you. The energy cleaner is on sale, and we have the... Uh, Mother's Day sale in effect right now until midnight the 14th, $25 off energy cleaners, 25% off the mattress pads. When you place your order, I do the uh, sale price refund manually. You can call my toll-free order line and place your order right there at 800-592-9543. Visiting with Jeff Nyquist, his website is jrnyquist.blog. I say again, jrnyquist.blog. His book's for sale at Amazon. Uh, looks like we got some callers here, Jeff. Um, first, we have uh, Michelle in New York. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Can you hear me okay? Yes, fine. Go ahead. Okay, so I I listen to a lot of talk radio. I've become quite the new sound over the past year, probably like eight to ten plus hours a, a day. And I've come to the realization it's what... Jeff Nyquist and people like Joel Skousen know, and then there's everybody else. <laughs> and do you guys know who Scott Ritter is? Yeah, yes, I know who he was. He was uh, a, I, an arms control inspector. Former Marine. Yeah. Yep, I know who he is. Yep. Have you ever debated him? No, I've never debated him. You, you, you know that he... He married, uh, He when he was inspecting over in Russia, he, he, he found himself, I think, well, she was a Russian citizen, but I think she was, was she Armenian or Georgian? I can't remember. But uh, but he, did you know that he's a convict, he's been convicted for 
um, uh, crimes involving a minor, um, impersonating people online to, to um, I don't know how to describe it. He's been convicted basically for something akin to child molesting. He's not allowed to be in the vicinity of, of, of underage girls. No, I had no idea. But um, he's on yeah. he's on independent platforms with millions of people listening. I have uh, some of his quotes that I'd like to read to you. Okay. Um, he believes that we are 0. .00 milliseconds away from nuclear war. Uh, mm -hmm. Joe Biden is the biggest threat to the American people. Feel free to interject or sigh or laugh when you want to, because I have a feeling they're going to want mm -hmm. to has a term called Russia-phobia that he says Americans have to get over, which means a rational fear of Russia. We should not be irrationally afraid of Russia. Putin is the best thing in Russia today, and the West better recognize that. He's a rational player. He wants a peaceful resolution to this. He can be dealt with effectively if we were willing to talk to him. Uh, the war in Ukraine will be over in late August, early fall. Um, I have a bunch of quotes here. Uh, Russia believes in peace and tried to achieve peace. And in December 21st, December, I'm sorry, December 2021, he put uh, two draft peace treaties on the table and we ignored it. Uh, when they interviewed, when they intervened, when they intervened in February, it was because they had no other choice. Even after Russia's intervention, they sought a peaceful outcome rather than trying to capture the city and overthrow the, and overthrow the government. They wanted to negotiate, and they had a negotiated uh, peace settlement ready to sign on April 1st when the U.S. and Great Britain in intervened and brought an end to that. Um, so he's, you know, he's saying all this, and... Millions of people are listening, and I'm just thinking in the back of my head, well, that's like complete polar opposite of what Jeff Nyquist and Joe Skousen know. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's, not, it's not what he's saying. It's, it's not what he's saying. It's who's saying it because it threw me off because his credentials are so impressive. When they read them off, you would think like, all right, well, if someone like that's and so in tune with what's going on on the international stage, then why is someone like him still unaware that, you know, Russia and China have been allies for decades and have been planning an invasion? So. Well, you know, you know his history. He was considered a very tough inspector on Saddam Hussein and others. Uh, and, and suddenly he flipped to, to being kind of, pro, you know, anti-U.S., anti-U.S. on the inspection. So when he was saying there were things in Iraq, then he was saying there weren't. And it was like a flip. And I think it's very curious. He goes to, we know that he has this problem because he's been sentenced and he's, I think he's done some jail time. And um, it's, it's, he, here's a guy who's working in foreign countries on the soil of countries that have the secret police. Is it possible that when he worked in Russia, the Russians figured him out and that that he is, you, you know, his wife has been suspected by the FBI of being a Russian spy. Did you know that? I did not. It is at least alleged on the Internet that, that, that he has had trouble. He has complained about FBI harassment. 
So you are an inspector. How appropriate is it to marry a foreign national in a country you're inspecting? Um, and, and is his legal problems in the U.S. connected with a psychological problem that the enemy is possible that he got recruited because he got caught somewhere in another country where he was vulnerable? Has he been turned? These are questions because when someone, when I listen to him, I hear so many lies come out of his mouth. And I'm saying, why is he telling all these lies? Surely he knows better. Um, so you, right. you have to, you, you never know. The Russians like to recruit people especially when those people are on their soil and they can find that they have some kind of um, sexual uh, deviancy. And, and here's a man who has been arrested for sexual deviancy. So, uh, you know, you just, I mean, I'm looking for an explanation. I don't know if that's the explanation. But, but you, you have to wonder, you, you, you know, when you look at the methods of the, of the Russian secret police and, and also the, the Iraqi secret police, you know, and they were aligned. The Iraqi secret police were trained by the Russians. So Scott Ritter is in these different countries doing an inspection. So why does he suddenly turn out to be uh, a problem for our country and our government when he was not before? What 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 happened to him? What what changed him? And and so now I think we might have uh, a window into that. Um, so so this is just sort of an analyzing it. There there are. You know, I had an argument with a man on this show yesterday who called in because I had talked about his disinformation uh, spreading it. And he, he sounds very good to conservatives. But but the problem problem is that, that that man went to jail for impersonating an army officer and actually getting free housing on an Air Force base. And he went to prison for basically what con artists do. So, see, when, when you're hearing these false narratives, there's a story behind the people giving out the false narratives. And, and those stories are shocking because, wait a minute, he's just a con artist or he's just a child molester or, you know, what the heck? And, and they get so much, they're famous and they're spreading disinformation. They're just spreading lies. And, and so you, 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 people have to do some digging on who's saying it and why are they saying it. That's why I wanted to ask you. So when he's saying things like Russia poses no threat on us whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Someone you like know, that could be blackmailed. Well, well, that's that's what uh, what this, uh, you know, both Scott Ritter and Scott um, uh, Bennett uh, have said that we have no enemies in Russia. That the Russians are peaceful people. Well, try to tell that to the Ukrainians, they, you know, to try to tell it to the people of Mariupol. Where 90% of the buildings are, are damaged or destroyed. And a Russian-speaking Ukrainian city, by the way. And there's, there's the, the, the people, the, the Ukrainians are fighting to get their country back. And for Vladimir Putin to be a good thing, a guy who's murdered, by last count, 82 journalists, and, and then has, has basically poisoned or murdered you know, his Nemtsov and, and Navalny. Nemtsov was gunned down outside the Kremlin. Navalny was poisoned with Novichok, a, bio, a, a chemical weapon. He, he poisoned Alexander Litvinenko with, you know, and a British court determined this, that this was ordered from the Kremlin. And, and someone with the exact name of the judge was murdered in a village just one over from where the judge was as if they were trying to murder the judge in the case. You know, the, the, the murders, of the, there's a book called From Russia with Blood, uh, which tracks all the murders the Russians have done in just Great Britain. 
and and the poisonings and the shootings and the faked suicides. Um, it's shocking, but this is a murderous regime run by gangsters, in effect. And they're trying to these men are trying to whitewash this regime, which is in itself is a crime. It's a crime to lie to cover for criminals. That makes you an accessory after the fact in a crime. If you did that in a normal criminal uh, situation, you would be an accessory after the fact. Well, they're accessories after the fact of the war crimes of Mr. Mr. Putin. And that's a very serious thing what they're doing. It's a very bad thing that they're doing. It's not just innocent. They're not, not just giving you their opinion. There's something really dark going on when people purport these narratives that are false, that hurt the United States, that help our enemies. That's, that's really serious. And they've confused so many good Americans. It, it really makes me angry. Yeah. And it's upsetting for me because there's other people that I really look up to. I read their books. I watch their podcasts. And then they say something as short and simple as Russia isn't a communist country anymore. But Steve Quayle said that. John, does that surprise you? Uh, well, no. That is, yeah, that does surprise me. Yeah. Well, it, it it doesn't surprise me because I've seen so many people go back and forth on this. Look, uh, technically, Russia is not a communist country in the sense that they're not. The Communist Party isn't openly running the country uh, as it was under the Soviet Union. But but the the communist families, the structures, the nomenklatura, the phone books for the nomenklatura practically haven't changed in a lot of places in Russia. It's the same people in charge. Vladimir Putin is, is a KGB officer. And the, the real telltale for Russia is that Russia is helping just about every communist country around the globe in some way or other, like giving 25 million tons of wheat to communist Cuba. And the communist uh, government in Cuba thank them for this because there's a food shortage in the world. They want to make sure the communists in Cuba are eating. And the fact that they've got troops helping to defend the communist regime in Venezuela and they're They've promised uh, Nicaragua, Daniel Ortega, the Sandinista communist, asked for Russian troops and aircraft and ships to come to his country. And they said, OK, we're, we're open to that. Um, the North Koreans, one of the most vicious communist regimes in the world, is providing artillery shells for Russia in its war. So you're, you're seeing that Russia is integral with all these communist countries, including the ones in Africa, where, where Russian planes deliver things all the time. So, so it is, and they're aligned openly with China, calling it the most powerful combination since World War II, when they had their meeting last year before they started the war in in Ukraine, uh, the big war, the big invasion. So, you know, but so people have to look at the big picture, and they have to be able to know how to to analyze it and synthesize it and boil it down to what it really means. And this is where people are bad because. There's so much of this junk garbage floating out there, this garbage information that prevents people from coming to conclusions or, or they come to the wrong ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like, <clears throat> yeah, there's a few other things I'd, I'd like to add if that's okay. We'll need to make it quick here. We're running out of time here, Michelle. Okay, just just really quick. Um, I just want to get your feedback on Joel Skousen's uh, last quote from the last interview he did Uh China, he said, China isn't ready yet. And, uh, Russia and China are in a temporary alliance, but Russia knows that China is the big threat after they take down the West, and that's why uh, they stopped giving military technology to China. And uh, Russia, they fear China because 
China's become um, like the expert in stealing America's technology and they don't need Russia anymore and that they're ahead of Russia. Uh, but Russia has to wait for China, which gives us more time to prepare. And um, China says um, China's going to spare Taiwan the invasion until they're ready for World War III. And he says that China admits that they won't be a first-class military power until 2027. Yeah, that's what the Chinese have always projected. Look, I disagree with him about this. Um, China and Russia have been allied a long time. And you, you have, like, the testimony of the defector, Colonel uh, Stanislav Lunev, who I knew very well. And, and Lunev um, spoke fluent Mandarin. He worked in China. Uh, he saw things in the 1980s when China and Russia were supposed to be enemies that led him to believe that they were secretly allied, even when they were pretending to be enemies. He had a friend who was at the crash site of Lin Biao's plane in Mongolia in 1971, that was a key event leading to Nixon coming to China. And, um, and, and of course, that story suggests that the, the incidents of the military incidents between Russia and China were faked. That whole story was faked in order to draw us into supporting China. And there's defector testimony that, that they concocted the scheme in the late 50s to have a Sino-Soviet split so that America would build up China. So there's a lot of, there's a huge amount of evidence in fact, uh, Nevin Gusek has wrote a book um, uh, about this, about the China support, uh, China and Russia's secret collaboration during the period when they were supposed to be at each other's throats. That the Sino-Soviet split was exaggerated. There's no when I would mention this idea of China taking over Mongolia to Lunev, you know, he would just laugh. He thought it was laughable. Um, there's <clears throat> because the two countries are so. Uh, are so cooperating, and the idea that there's no longer Russia is no longer giving technology to China. How does he know that? How could Skousen possibly know that? Everything we know from the last twenty years is the Chinese, the Russians have done everything they can to build up China, and 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 China is is I'm sure has been supplying uh, things to the Russian economy that we don't even know about. Certainly, North Korea is. Maybe the North Koreans are just middlemen for the Chinese. Okay, okay, thank you for your feedback. Thanks. Thank you for taking my call. God bless. Thank you, Melissa. Our next caller, try to squeeze us in here. Tony in Florida, almost out of time, Tony. I just want to applaud the last caller, and she asked some great questions. I would like to do a plug for Mr. Uh, Nyquist, because he's a very humble man. The Lies We Believe In, China, Russia, and the Communist Revolution in America is one of the books on my desk. She needs to go read it. It will help her on her journey. Mr. Nyquist, uh, speaking about the lies we believe in, Robert F. Well, wrap up your question after the break. We'll be right back. Okay. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. 
I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen planned to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile Oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There's no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading The Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at a special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. Tony, uh, make it quick. Yes. I was just wondering, Mr. Nyquist, your, your comment on what uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he's out saying that uh, the CIA assassinated his uncle, and he, ble- he leads it all the way up to Mexico City, the Cuban embassy, but he doesn't make that link to the communism. Is he just being deceived? Is he being set up? I, I find it very, it's, it's just very disturbing. He would have a great opportunity to expose communist infiltration in this country, and he's not. What's your take on it, sir? Well, of course, his other uncle, Ted Kennedy, had an opportunity to tell the truth about it. 
and did not. It's it's it seems like it's chic to say the CIA did it on everything. And uh, it's very funny that uh, you you have a lot of evidence about KGB and DGI. That's a Cuban KGB involvement uh, with Oswald and Kennedy's death. But you you never it never gets any press. It never gets talked about. And uh, this is part of the success in information warfare of the Russian special services. They managed to get their enemy blamed for everything, and they seem to get off scot-free. But I would refer people to the books of Edward J. Epstein in particular. Um, he seemed to be ahead of the curve. He was ahead of a lot of people on, on some of the revelations that ended up get, getting revealed to Kennedy Files, showing things about Oswald's trip to Mexico, about his connections to Russian and Cuban intelligence before the assassination. And, of course, there's there's Castro's very famous statement when Castro found out the CIA was tr- had hired a Brazilian to shoot him with a rifle with a telescopic sight. Castro went to the uh, Brazilian embassy and, and basically said it was a two-way street. You know, if they can try to kill me, I can try to kill them, something to that effect. Uh, that was famously said by Castro in September of 1963. But this sort of thing never gets emphasized. It's always these these um, active measures by Russia. Uh, the, there, there was the defector, the uh, KGB archivist, um, who had brought in things showing that many of the stories about the Kennedy assassination claiming a conspiracy from the West, uh, from the CIA or whatever, originated in disinformation operations of the KGB. And so that's, you know, um, anyway, that's, uh, that's you know conspiracy theory and and so on has been a weapon in the arsenal of totalitarian countries and authoritarian countries for for decades for centuries it goes back to napoleon's head of secret police fouché okay thank you sir tony thank you for the call uh jeff it was a rapid fire hour we appreciate it we thank you we look forward to having you back next week Oh, and I have the, it's the first Tuesday lecture of the Rock Valley College on conspiracy theories uh, on, on YouTube, the, uh, the, the, the lecturer, although the website doesn't say the name of the professor, I think it says at the beginning of the lecture, he says who he is. Okay. All right. That's helpful. So Rock Valley College is the website, is the YouTube. Rock site, Valley so. College. Rock Valley yeah. College. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. All right. You bet. Okay, Jeff. That's it for the day. Get medical supplies, energy, cleaning, essential oils. Now, while you can, your firearms, your ammunition, never ever give up your guns. Please have a fun, safe, productive day. And God bless my beautiful county of Crawford County, Missouri, the lovely state of Missouri I get to live in, the beautiful big state of Texas. And Lord, please, God bless the United States of America. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. 
At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.